Well, 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 welcome back to Shay's Pretty Skinny. As you know, I'm Shay, and I'm doing everything but keeping it cute when we open up our topics and start to talk. I mean, if you feel some type of way about opinions, I think that's important because it causes you to examine the space that you're coming from and and take a stand for what you believe in, right? Develop the conversation around um, what your beliefs are and the reasons why you support those beliefs. But as always, I think that eating is a good thing. Even when, like if I want to catch up with someone or I have something serious I want to talk about, I like to go and eat, either cook something that we can enjoy or go out and enjoy the nice ambiance of a place. It's something about food and flavors. Like you can get upset, right? But those endorphins are just being enacted with that food. And so you may respond a little bit differently, maybe less physically. I don't know. That's just my opinion. And today, I'm having ramen. I love to make ramen and pho at home. I love to have it out as well. But where I am, there's not a lot of ramen houses. And um, like with pokey. We have a few places, but not traditionally that I'm used to. We do have one place, and their spicy levels are low. There's a Thai place in my area, though, and they used to have um, warning signs about their spice level. It was so great. I love spicy food. But today, I was really excited about my ramen because I was able to drop some leafy greens that I grew myself. Yes, 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 in the hydro system. So that was exciting to do today. I also like to, for my base, well, let's drop back a little bit because today I'm having ramen because yesterday I was exposed to some spores from someone coughing, you know, and not covering up. I'm so paranoid about that. I always say, like, I'm a low-key germaphobe. Like, I'm not overboard with it, but there's just sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, did you just sneeze on me? So today, it's my ramen day, and I just drop whatever I want to in there. I usually start with a base, um, and there's like these little tea bags. It's set up like a tea bag, and it'll have um, maybe uh, seashells in there, like mussel shells or clam shells with, you can do dried anchovies, dried mushrooms, um, dried shrimp, some dried roots in there seaweed in there and you just drop the bag in the water and let it steep a bit and that starts as your base and then I'll add some ginger lemongrass whatever vegetables I want today it was asparagus and like I said some leafy greens um, from some vegetables that I grew um, what else did I put in there oh red and green bell peppers with some onions I did tomatoes and when I do tomatoes I like to take the seeds out so no matter if it's a salad a salsa If I'm putting it in my soup, I remove the seeds from my tomatoes. Um, There's a little bit of debate of whether tomatoes are good for you if you have um, arthritis or any type of inflammation. So I just go ahead and remove the seeds. And I really haven't had any problems because I love pizza and I'll have a tomato sauce with that. Um, I love pasta. I love to make my own pasta sauce as well. So I really haven't had any complaints with removing the seeds. 
granted I haven't spent a lot of time leaving the seeds in either but I feel like when the seeds are in I get more of a bitter taste and I don't like that at all so I'm an all seed out type of person um, and then you can buy ramen noodles um, that are not like Martian or uh, cup of noodles you know those things that, that are already made instant for you but I've used both I just don't use the packet when I buy the instant noodles I don't use the packet because it's so salty I like to control the salt level and if I'm gonna put salt these days I am using Himalayan there was a time when I used sea salt but it's so strong and it's probably just because I don't use a lot of salt so the taste gets to me a little bit but there's some garlic in there as well I love some garlic and instead of red pepper flakes because of course I still love spice but instead of red pepper flakes this time I threw some slices of jalapenos in there because I am going to be using some of those jalapenos today to actually make some guacamole and some salsa so I was like oh let me just do a few little pieces of this jalapeno and kind of throw it in there and it's been delicious if you hear me slurping just remember I think it's Japan it's like a sign of respect to slurp your soup it lets you know that the food is what delicious anyway lately there's been a lot of conversation around men right because they're not getting the attention that they deserve the credit the respect that they deserve and one area happens to be also in fatherhood um I get to spend a little time on my YouTube. I think I said that before. And lately, I've gotten into these reels, right? I don't know how many seconds it is, but it's a really short video recording, trying to get points and messages across, or display some talent, or create, or I guess um, follow a dance trend. I'm not good at dancing, so I don't do those things, but I see a lot of common themes going across reels, and they're starting to... Um, going to YouTube because I don't have TikTok so I don't really know what that world is like um but definitely um, I live in western culture and for sure and I've said it before um it's not ingrained in you as a male that taking care of a child is your responsibility um I spoke on one time in a video about not buying kids my own kids dolls like I hate buying my own kids dolls because of what they stand for like learning how to take care of a child and there's nothing wrong with that um, definitely it's a bonding experience I think for mothers as well when you get your grandchildren and you're able to bond with your daughter and go through all those nuances of being a new mom staying up all night relieving colic, um, not getting pissed on with boy babies when it's time to change the diaper. Like all of those things are great experiences and new avenues to move into as a mother. Does it necessarily need to happen with a two-year-old, um, with a doll that you can burp and feed and all of those things? I'm not so sure, but each person has their own opinion. And I say this a lot because everyone is raised differently and they have the right to do so. As long as it's not causing trauma, to the child, uh, not causing any physical harm and things of that sort. Everyone has different ideas. So it really bothers me when people think they have, I don't know, um, the one and only solution to parenting because I don't think that's true. Plus, if you have enough children, you understand that 
all of them have different personalities and what necessarily works for one doesn't work for the other the way that you engage with them the way that you motivate them um, the way that you highlight the best characteristics that they have it's just really different Um, I only have three children which some people may consider a lot um, some people may consider enough and some people have much more but um, with three I have three girls and they're all very different Um, how they're disciplined is different although the rules remain the same like what they respond to is very different Um, how they talk with me is very different and knowing when they want to talk so it's just you have to take each child as they come they each deserve like their own attention and way to engage but um, what is common is in western culture it, it seems to be thought that women are the primary caregivers for children and that definitely is the case if you're going to be a homemaker um you're thought to be the primary caregiver because you're spending the most time in the home with the child while the other person is out you know providing that's the tradition or if you're going to be the male who stays at home then the male becomes the primary caregiver when that has happened though um they're mostly thought to be feminine right like oh you're a mom dad no he's a dad period he's not he's not a mom he's a dad and he's a dad that's the primary caregiver that stays with the child while the other parent goes out you know because someone has to make sure that the bills get paid so if that's the arrangement I don't see anything wrong with that it's just that it appears that men are valued less for being a parent but definitely when they're not involved in a child's life that is highlighted the most so it makes it difficult for you to have it both ways so if I am involved it's because I'm the secondary choice because the woman didn't want to be the parent or she's not a good parent so therefore now I'm default the person who has to take care of the child and take up this role right rather than both parents you know being involved in the care of the child and rearing them but then when it comes to paying for a child it seems to be mostly the male's responsibility to do so whether that male wants to be a part of the child's life or not so this is the conversation someone was asking a question about you know women having the exclusive right to decide whether a child is born not born and when born if they decide that they don't want to um, take care of the kid if they have the only responsibility or the only choice in saying the kid will be adopted or not and there are some people who believe yes the woman should have the choice because it's her body at the same time the argument um, becomes a little one-sided because a woman can have a baby and decide not to tell the man right and so he doesn't even get a choice whatsoever but she also takes on the sole responsibility of caring and providing for that child emotionally and financially and then there is we're having a child and the man doesn't agree but the woman wants to have a child also he will be included in financial responsibility Um, those two words child support right whether he wants to or he doesn't want to at the end of the day when I speak to that I do think it's both persons responsibility if you are committing if you if you know what you're doing right you're having sexual interactions with someone you know what can result from that whether it be disease it can be um, involved feelings and attachment right an attachment that happens um, you're eligible to get a disease it's possible that someone could get pregnant a child 
right? It could be made from this interaction. So both people go into it understanding that. And so both people have to go into that decision, you know, saying, okay, I understand this could be the consequence. Do I want to accept the consequences of this act? What happens after that, though, everyone's no longer on the same page when we're talking about a baby being born, right? A baby being um, made. So it's, I don't want this person to be involved. I'm going to keep it all to myself. Or I do want this person to be involved, but they don't want to be involved. So now I have to force them to be involved. But what happens when the mom doesn't want to be involved, but the dad does? I did have a friend that way. They wanted to have the child. They were excited about being a father, but the mom decided not to go through with the pregnancy and so they ended up being um, hurt by that and falling into depression and really having to deal with that situation and a lot of people thought this friend to be weak you know and you know how could you let that get to you but at the same time again this individual was looking forward to having a child is something that they want in life and when that opportunity was presented it was taken away from them and the one thing that is argued is well the man doesn't get to have the choice because he's not the person who has to carry the child in the womb for those nine months and so in that way um, it's mama's baby daddy's maybe but once that child has been carried for the nine months and is born why is it not the same weighted experience, the same weighted opinion when we start talking about if a man has a choice to be involved. And again, I say that right away, the man is kicked to the curb as far as being a viable parent who can nurture a child and provide resources for them. Um, They're only thought to be a provider, not someone who's nurturing, not someone who contributes to the growth and development of the child. And no one considers what that might be doing to a man. Instead, though, if they're not providing any resources, right, if they're not providing financially for the child, then they're automatically considered useless. But if they're trying to spend time with their child, that's not something that they're given credit for. And that matters as well, right? Because if they're spending time with the child, then someone else is is working. They may be with um, the dad while the mom is at work instead of having to go to daycare. And that's keeping that family and their values and how they want to raise the child. It's keeping that intact and together, right? And they're working together, hopefully, to exchange those values. But what I do think that sucks is if a child, girl or boy, because most people will say, well, a girl needs to be with the mother and a boy needs to be with the father, but a child needs to have the involvement of both parents, right? There's a part of them that comes from both parents, so interaction and engagement from both parents are important. Um, If parents have to split, I think it's just messed up that a guy is devalued for his parenting skills and like oh well unfortunately the kid's getting the second best you know a second rate parent because the mother's not involved or the mother passed away but males are just as good as parents as females are or they can be females can be just as bad or you know worse parents Um, as males it's about a personality I don't think it has anything to do with the sex so the whole time people are looking for this prize of a gift right of a child 
but the person that you need to procreate with is not valued as a contributor in that child's life. So how would that make any one person feel? Um, Being in a position to be treated devalued or to feel that way, um, because I've had this experience with one of my children, right? So um, after having some medical complications and things like that, just a, a few things changed in life. And so I needed the father of my child to, you know, take primary responsibility until I could rebuild things again and instead that ended up in having like my entire relationship cut off and being devalued as a parent because financially um, and with support like family support I didn't have the same resources so automatically I became the bad parent the parent who could not provide the parent who didn't need to be around or involved because I could not provide those resources and what ended up something that was supposed to be temporary you know it it ended up being something permanent and then immediately as a mother a woman with a child you become villainized like you're you're definitely demonized for not being a parent for not being the primary caretaker and it's like wait a minute it's not like I put my child with a stranger it's not like I asked you know I put my child up for adoption no 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 this is the father of a child who completely has the resources, right? Because we both had resources, just mine depleted at a time, and I needed a moment to rebuild them. But he totally had the resources to care for the child and definitely had family support so that she would not be lacking for anything. So to act as if she would not be receiving the same emotional support from me that she went from her father it devalues that whole relationship between the two of them like oh now you're just thrown to the wolves you know so I mean my question is why don't we expect dads to be dads why don't we expect them to be active parents you know um I do get in a family dynamic different things are happening so each family dynamic it'll depend on what the responsibilities are but as far as parenting both individuals should be valued as a parent not one being better than the other because traditionally that's just what we think of we think that only a woman can be nurturing but that can't be true there's some type of nurturing that happens between a man and a woman right because we like to use that word love so it can't just be that the way of course our love languages are different of course um, traditionally females may look to males for security but there's also nurturing right because women look for it to touch and to cuddles and to hugs and we're coming to understand that those requests are not just coming from women there are men who their love language is touch their love language is to be held I dated a person who was very cuddly and they would call me out on it all the time right but growing up like as I got older in my family there wasn't like a lot of hugging mostly because I was only with one relative I was just growing up with my mom I didn't really grow up with a lot of my family members so I wouldn't really be able to speak to you know hugging and and how you greet people and things like that but one of the main complaints that the person would have is like hey I just want to come home and I just want to be able to lay in your lap watch tv or cuddle up watch tv um 
they would even, like, I like to read a lot. They like to watch TV a lot. And they would forgo watching TV to come to be next to me and read a book because I wanted to read a book. I was studying something at the time. And so they would do that just to be in my company. So it's not a female thing. It's just a preference of the individual. And it's about time that we start acknowledging that. And most men catch a hard time, right? If they want to be cuddled up or they want to hold hands, it's thought to be something that's too feminine. They're not masculine. When all human beings have emotions, all human beings develop attachments and they respond to those attachments. So what makes him weaker for having that response? It's what draws two individuals together, right? This comfort that they find in one another. But women are allowed to express their comforts and their discomforts and men are not they're just supposed to suck it up so they receive no support um i was watching my youtube and there was a love and hip-hop episode um the rapper little scrappy right with his mom and he was saying that his wife was so hard and that his mom came from a life also you know that it required less emotion for her to operate and so he didn't feel comfortable being able to express himself but at the end of the day in my opinion at home it should be the safest place for your children for everyone in the family to express what's going on with them right to be vulnerable that should be the safe place that you can't be vulnerable rather than having to go externally and and do those things and so the question is how are we moving to this space where men can feel supported and valued for their role in the family? Because they're not feminine because they're parenting. They're just not. And so we complain about the role that the man has taken or when he's kind of detached from the parenting responsibility. But have we considered from birth, okay, how he's taught to be detached from that. Again, going back to the doll situation, you buy a little girl a doll and she cares for the baby. If a little boy comes and tries to help that little girl care for the baby, he is viewed as being a girl, trying to act as a girl, and that is not his role. He doesn't play with dolls. Well, the little girl isn't playing with a doll either. She's taking care of the doll. Hence, learning to take care of a baby. So why doesn't a little boy also quote-unquote play take care of the doll learn how to support in that role why isn't that something that's allowed or right away you're being taught that you know things are separate don't be in a family situation the whole time a little girl is being groomed to be part of a family and the whole time the little boy is being taught to be detached from that experience you don't play with little dolls and then if you you try to support this little girl in playing with the doll and caring for the doll then you don't need to do adult things right so if caring for a child and being a family is an adult thing why in the world do we have dolls why I don't get it. I don't get what, why a doll experience even exists then if it is an adult thing to do, right? Dating, all the, if we do that when we're older, why are dolls introduced into a little girl's world so young where she's in a position to care for another thing? 
is completely mimicking a family experience, except the male is excluded. Excluded. Very, very interesting, I think, and, and something that it definitely needs to be unpacked, and I'm glad that there are spaces where it's finally being unpacked. But I think there's still this idea that masculinity means no emotion, being quote-unquote hard, being able to kill something, right? Like, a man is more likely to do so. Um, Both sexes can be protective. How that's acted out may look different, though. You know, just the way that someone is built. um, And there's just so many options these days. It, It gets a little convoluted. But both can be protective, how it's acted out may be different, but it's about time that men's experiences be validated and it be validated that they have feelings, whether they choose to share them or not, but they should not be villainized for sharing those feelings. And they definitely should not be thought to be, you know, the second rate parent or all that a child can do if the mother is not involved or not able to be a parent. One's not better than the other. There's equal responsibility. There was equal responsibility when they created that child. So the family dynamic is such that the parenting has to be decided between the two. Who will take care of these responsibilities? Who would take care of those responsibilities? It's very important. I don't know. What do you guys think? Please weigh in on it.